Hello, world travelers. Hey, world travelers. Welcome. Hey, hey girl. Welcome to an all new, kind of new to most of you, uh, not new to some of you, our Extinction Curse Adventure Path podcast title Chasing Mariposa. <laughs> we are extremely excited to present you a whole bunch of banana activities. Who typed this? <laughs> I did. We have fun bananas. We got TTRPG bananas. <laughs> we got personal bananas. Oh you want bananas, Foster? I don't know if we have that. But most importantly, two more episodes of Greatest Show on Earth. You are so spoiled, my little gancitos. <laughs> uh, we're presenting you not one, but Two those exclusive episodes of Greatest Show on Earth. The rest of the episodes can be found by joining our Patreon. And you know you want to do that. Listen, I'm the ringmaster. Come on. Mm-hmm. That should be enough of a selling point. Join okay. Just being the ringmaster should be enough for you. But on top of that, we've also got all of our circus bullshit, but mm-hmm. with murder. Oh, que sorpresa. I know. <laughs> it's a complete it's surprise. And oh, yeah. uh, I don't know, maybe romance. We could fit some romance <gasps> plot lines in there. I mean, sex sells. We're very aware of that. We probably <laughs> won't do that, but we could. We could. <laughs> it's there. And we might. And don't forget the wonderful Mariposa whose steely fire eyes will captivate anybody. And that might be where the romance comes from. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with her. What's not to love? And speaking of what not to love, uh, some folks call them light. Some of them call them sexy Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, others known them as Byron Lightning Stendhal, the number two in the circus, but number one in our hearts. I call him and my Also boo. probably where the romance yeah. is coming from. We <laughs> also where the romance is. We're also in love with him. Actually, I think that the romance comes from how much we love each other's characters. Mm, <laughs> it's a special kind of romance. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And you could fall in love with her, but it would make her extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> My character is Dr. Seleno Nis, your friendly neighborhood alchemist, betrayed by a colleague, now making fireworks for the circus by day while researching bizarre mutagens on her wagon by night. Please don't worry about any funny smells or loud bangs. <laughs> and obviously the romance is coming from my character because she's a Tinkerbell vampire that feeds off of all y'all's attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't just have the full force personality of a hurricane distilled into a cute little suck body. <laughs> but, you know, it's who she is. Watch her bloom into your most beloved character or I will cry. She suck as in, you know, suck as in succulent. Get your mind out of the gutters. Yeah, <laughs> totes. She is so totes succulent. succulent. She's so succulent. I love, succulents. I love all of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. All this succulence is possible by joining our Patreon at fantasticworlds.cash. Every existing and new Patreon member will have a chance to win a Smog Dragon Horde worthy of Die Hard Dice Dracona sets. And if you have not checked out this set, I recommend you go into Die Hard Dice and looking at these dice because they are beautiful. And you may have to fight Abby for them if you win. These are ink. Whoop. I just dropped my phone. But that's not important <laughs> because these dice are that, they're just that good. I don't care if I cracked my screen. They are beautiful. They are shaped like beautiful iridescent dragon scales. They are sexier though. Even sexier than an actual dragon. And just better. And you'll feel you'll feel very authoritative while you roll them. Mm. And uh, yeah, uh, you will have to join our Patreon to enter to win. And then you will have to fight me for them and pry them from my cold, dead fingers. 
She's the final <laughs> boss. Yes. <laughs> She's the BBEG. She's the final yeah. boss. You know, we work hard not only fighting you, but uh, <laughs> but providing you this content. And it's not just because we love doing this. And we love creating a product and entertainment that is meaningful. And we can only accomplish that with cold, hard cash. Mm-hmm. Money, please. Cash. We love you all. But uh, money, please, for us. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, hey, and don't forget about joining all of our Sorkia Media guys, gals, and all my non-binary pals. We got the Twitter, we got the Instagram, the Discord, and the Reddit. Bara, get the fuck out of here. Oh my god, this isn't Starfinder. <laughs> I don't know oh, how many Pabara. times I have to say that the word social exists. <laughs> no, it doesn't. He's from Ursa Majora. It doesn't, or oh, sure. whatever I said. Or- <laughs> Major. We totally understand if you all can't help us out. Times are hard. But uh, thank you so much for listening to the show and supporting us. And uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the greatest show on admirer of bruce lee i mean i love martial arts films that's why i'm sorry to everyone but byron is my favorite character yes <laughs> ouch <laughs> i'm just kidding no, i no, actually love all, i genuinely no joke love all your characters equally <laughs> uh-huh. i'm so thrilled by them because they're all so different that is what i have loved about your guys's character choices is like we have the fidgety sort of angry misanthropic scientist professor (laughs) farnsworth we have our wild just absolutely overconfident but sort of sweet on the inside pageant who doesn't really know who she is (laughs) we have byron who is like a sweetheart and also very strong kind of bruce lee-ish you know (laughs) Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> he has a Bruce Lee vibe. And we have Mariposa, a tiny ball of just like fire and fury, but also amazingly personable and charming. I think it's a very excellent mixture and group. <laughs> I'm very good at describing things. I yeah, love that are. you describe Pageant as having calm energy. <laughs> she does. She's like very, com- it's like she's very yeah. composed. She's thinking through. She's, Everything is a performance. Yes, yes. Mm. That's exactly what I was thinking. How do you feel about 2E so far? How are you liking it? It's pretty neat. I honestly, usually what I'll do is read a new game book from cover to cover and then nerd out going, oh, well, I read about that. It's, and I totally go Hermione Granger. <laughs> I've been, it's Leviosa. It's Leviosa. I've been so burnt out from work that I feel like I'm really behind on it. But from what I've seen, it's really neat. And honestly, I'll explore a little bit, a little bit before we start. Like, for example, I'm taking a look at my skills because Dustin, you were talking about the um, the proficiency level where you're trained all the way through to expert. 
So I'm looking at thievery and there's stuff everybody could do that has it. But when you move into, I'm trained in it, for example, I can get into now disable device, pick a lock, but those are only available at the trained level. So I think it's really neat that everybody could put skill points into it. But if you invest in the, um, was it trained expert mastery and legendary? Don't quote me on that. Still learning. And unlocks <laughs> different aspects of what that skill can do. I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and, and it tells me in the AP whether you can make the check or not at all, whether it's trained or untrained. Hmm. I, I like that. I also like, I have a group that we play a 5e game, and then we have the 2e okay. game, and then we have our 1e game. And I have to say that 5e kind of bores me, like in terms of, of options. And I see Paizo has worked really hard to give you more options. 5e has been around for 10 years about now, mm-hmm. I believe. Oh, wow. And there just isn't that many options, but you see how hard Paizo has worked to give you as many options as available early on. And you know there are books that are coming that are just full of even more options. I mean, even the APs that are coming out have options so in them to add to to that. Um, in fact, I've been chomping at the bit because I know it's not going to show up as an AP option book to buy in Hero Lab, but I can't wait to get all of uh, Extinction Curses feats and all that stuff added oh, to yeah. my options oh, yeah. options list. Yeah. It's going to be so good. I mean, th- and the other thing, I mean, that's kind of been Paizo's whole MO, not to dunk on Wizards of the Coast. I think they've done some great things too, but they're, the whole MO when Paizo broke off or the people who created Paizo broke off from Wizards of the Coast was to be like, let's take the things we like about this and make it better for, for a certain audience. Certainly each has their own audience, but I think that's what, you know, personally, that's what I like about, about Paizo products versus Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the idea that if I wanted to be some crazy duelist from the sea, there is a very specific niche I can go down in 1E to build that out in the most interesting of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just thinking about all our 1E characters and, or, well, your 1E characters, not mine because I don't have one, but like all the different options you guys are able to choose and you're able to create something that fits your personality of who you are and being able to do that. And I can see that starting to happen in 2E. Uh, it's early, but I can't wait for more to come. I feel like you can do it earlier in 2E than you can in 1E. Like the customization happens in earlier levels in 2E. That's one of the improvements I feel like they made. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 what I am imagining right now is they haven't built, it looks like they have not built out a lot for the second half of a leveling, like mm-hmm. levels 10 through 20. But I'm imagining that will be coming later. And, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and more options will happen because, but I hope anyway. <laughs> How are you and uh, Logan and Abby? How do you guys feel? I like the action economy. I think mm-hmm. that's a really cool take on it because if I don't want to move, then I don't want to just waste my action, you know? So it's so it's nice having the layers of what that means, um, which is a cool feature. Um, I'm kind of like Angel. I'm a little bit behind on learning the ex- explicit differences um, just because I don't... I prefer having like a hard copy to read stuff because that's just who I am. And so I don't have one of those. So reading on PDFs just like kills my eyes and tires me out. So I'm going slowly, but I think my favorite thing is just being to 
being able to cast two spells in a round when I want to without having to worry about anything. Or my favorite thing, I can move, attack, and move. Yes. Yeah, because that right? makes sense. Yes. It also yeah. makes it so ne- much more sense. It never made sense to be like, well, you have a move and a standard. Okay, but I'm not always going to move in a battle. Right. Like, that's, you know, that just doesn't make any Sometimes I'm just going to go swing, swing. And right. <laughs> or like, I would like to break up my movement. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, you can't five foot step and then move again. Well, why the fuck not? You have to yeah. take 30 feet. <laughs> Because, yeah, you have to take 30 feet. Oh, it was like that. And I like how they made a lot of weapons more optimized, too, or more realistic, because it's like, yes, in real life, a whip isn't necessarily going to kill someone, but it can do a lot of damage. It can do a lot of damage. But you have to take, you have to be, like, level nine and have taken all your fucking feats in whip mastery to even get close to the level of, like, a level one barbarian using a very simple weapon. It's just ridiculous. Like, they really fix that stuff. Like, I use a chain with my 2E character that we're playing in our Discord. I use a chain, and normally that would be, like, not that big of damage, but I kill things. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fantastic world's... Oh, everybody on Patreon knows our Discord. (laughs) Join our game! It's so Join Reddit! (laughs) Oh, yeah, join Reddit. Abs, how do you feel about it? <laughs> I mean, seconding what everybody else has said about it so far, like, I I love the action economy. Like, I, I just find it's just so much more intuitive to be able to, and, and, and the, the ability to be able to kind of place your, your, like, attack action wherever you want. Yeah uh in in your order of operations it's just feels so much more natural to sort of describe what you're doing of of like if i want to say that like i dramatically burst into a room run into it a couple of feet and then like throw a bomb at someone i can do that now yeah which just feels so much more intuitive to me and a lot more fun and i feel like i've got a lot more control over how i want to play and how i want to like tell my character's story um, so I like that they built in like a little fluidity to that. I also really enjoy what uh, what Dustin and you were talking about about just like the comp- the 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 level of like specificity that you can get down to with the kind of build you want to do. Because I agree, like I've 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 been playing I've played a couple of five E games at this point and they're fun. Like I don't hate it. It's just. I just keep because I because I'm used to Pathfinder. Pathfinder was my first sort of like more traditional tabletop game, and I'm so I keep looking for more when I'm going through my my player's handbook for Five E and just going like, well, where's the? Is that it? Is that all I get to do? Is that my whole thing? Yeah, I'm just um, a fighter. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like Five E as an introductory thing with like the mm-hmm. students that I. DM for it's really good for them because they learn because like most of them have never played a tabletop RPG before so like it's really good for them to learn the rules and like a gateway game for them gateway drum. Um, gateway but game. I, I have noticed free kid. right oh my I have God. noticed though that this is my third year of doing the club and it's uh I start to see the same characters or or, or at least like flavor wise really similar characters so it's yeah. like it's cool to be able to have the freedom to do literally whatever you want. I mean, there's always like the really smart students who um, shout out to you, Pelu, if you ever listen to this, uh, who um, actually goes about and like kind of breaks apart the manual and like builds their own super cool character. 
but that's rare. <laughs> it really is. Like that's I've rare. I've been noticing kind of similar things with my own games. Um, so so that's what I like about this. I also and I'm I'm just I'm a sucker for like new classes. Yeah. Uh, so that's something else that I really like about second edition is I just like that's why I immediately was like, ooh, alchemist. <laughs> that's exciting. New, classes, new races. Mad science. <laughs> I, I know. In a fantasy that's... game, sign me up. <laughs> I saw Leshy and I was like, I want to be the plant person. <laughs> also, I know it's coming at some point. But there is a dog race coming out in Pathfinder at some point, mm-hmm. and I want to play the dog race so badly. Uh, I can't even. I have always wanted to play a dog wizard so should, badly. Should Mariposa ever die? God forbid. Yeah, uh, Desna forbid. But <laughs> <laughs> should she die? Saren Ray forbid. Uh, yeah, Saren Ray forbid. There you go. You know what? When I was building a character, it reminded me of. Uh, so when I used to run die 20 and you don't usually some of my own home um, house rules, I would have people write up their background and you run out of items or skills or what have you have, you know, you don't, you can't build what your background is until higher levels. You can't start with that story that you've pictured. So I would reward people that would build these big background stories and I would throw them out going, Oh, well, since, you know, you practice, you know, um, with a blind master in the wood for 50 years as an elf, why don't you go weapon focus, crossbow, just take that one. It's not enough to make you OP at level one, but enough to show you've got a little bit more bonus from your background training. And I found a lot of that elements when I was building this in. So we weren't obligated to make circus characters by any means, but I wanted to be um, at least someone that would help out or is it the flying flamboni people? The, the oh yeah, the flamboni. Yeah, you know, uh, Byron's kind of that fill-in character where he helps out when he can. So maybe somebody breaks a leg and he's like, "Oh, you got to fill in for Bob." It's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I could, you know, I could jump off the trapeze." I found some of that very handsomely. I, oh, yeah, it's very cute. handsomely. Don't, don't mess up my do. But <laughs> I found elements of building my character with the background I wanted with this a game system. So I, just to throw out a couple of things, I have catfall. You know, I treat sh- uh, falls uh, as if they were 10 feet sho- uh, shorter. Um, from acrobatics, I could, when I succeed, I could treat it as a critical success. I can, if I lose my balance, I can do a reflex to, or acrobatics instead of reflex to grab an edge. And, you know, he's got a little kind of shady background. You guys will find out later. But I'm, I'm able to drop things into thievery, right? And I'm like, it had that flavor of, yeah. oh, this is how I would reward my characters for sculpting and creating a filled background where I would go, you know what, just take five more skill points, I know, uh, or take a plus two bonus in this, and that should round you out because working within the mechanics, you run out. But I didn't feel that when I was, I mean, of course, you always want more and more points, but I didn't feel at first level going, man, I couldn't put everything I needed into this character to match my background. I was able to match my background and I was happy at level one. I couldn't, you know, it's like I couldn't do that with Manette. She was supposed to be a stealthy, she was stealthy. She should have been very stealthy by the time everybody met her, but I just didn't have the skill points, you know, things like that. I also want to uh, acknowledge the the diversity in which it allows character. It, this game promotes diversity in ways Absolutely. of of 
you know, we were talking about this earlier, like identifying a magic item is just not this simple wave of wand anymore. It depends on what your magic is. So if you are a druid or an arcane spellcaster or an occult caster, those, and I also love that they added a cult as a magic uh, choice. Yes, that was uh, cool. Um, it allows, it allows you to strive to have a more diverse group of characters. And that I really appreciate. Yeah. I noticed that it kind of allows you to, it really rewards um, your flavor choices uh, in a way that I don't think one uh, E really managed. Um, we were just talking that, about like, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just kind of like what, like what Angel was saying of feeling like he actually got to, to make his background a reality um, and that those, those options were there. So the, so that they, they finally like, I guess so it's more like they almost like almost aren't just flavor choices anymore. It's, I was able to specifically build this character to match my imagined background. And, um, and then also like, I think just like as a final note from, I know we've been talking about it for a while and it's probably time to start playing the game, but, but Dustin also reminded me with the sort of, with the diversity thing. Cause at first I thought he was talking about just kind of like actual diversity, I, actual like, uh, diversity too, stuff. which yeah. I also thought this book did a nice job mm-hmm. of, of actually promoting, um, just kind of flicking through character creation of just seeing like such a wide range of like, not just like skin color, but also like body shape and size. And I mean, even, even within, um, you know, like obviously like halflings are going to be small anyway, but just also like cultural diversity. Um, so it, it's not just skin deep, like everything felt really specific. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they like, they really sort of took the time to flesh out what cultures we were dealing with here and had that reflected in like the art and in how you can build like your, your characters, which I just thought was amazing. Absolutely. And speaking of body type, I mean, that's something that I feel like was missing. None of the iconics from 1E have a body type that is anything other than traditionally, typically beautiful. They are Mm -hmm. all extremely, like, um, boring vanilla hot. You know, we don't see bellies. We don't see anybody who probably weighs more than 200 pounds unless they're, like, full-on muscle beefcake. Mm -hmm. And that's bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> like that's not what heroes always look like and uh, I'm glad to see more more diversifying of the body types. And I have to say that actually shows a good positive uh, how the whole entire industry has moved in the last 10 years cuz you realize that was game. Pathfinder Pathfinder when he came out like 12 years ago now somewhere mm. around there. Uh, yeah. I played I played right when it came out in 2009 I believe is when it came out. Yeah, so 10, 10, 11 years, mm-hmm. and just to see that shift in Paizo as a company in the last, I mean, I would say that shift started happening more heavily probably about five years ago, and that's where they're they're at now. Um, even in their book, it even has a, a sentence about diversity, about, um, you know, kind of being of accepting of all people who play, and I really appreciated they adding that. I love it. We're getting there. And, you know, this is all just to say, Paizo, good job. We love it. Thank you for Tui. Nice work. Hugs and kisses. Love Hugs Jess. and kisses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. XOXO Besitos. gossip Besitos. girl. XOXO Besitos. gossip girl. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how pageant signs her things? XOXO gossip girl? 
XOXO pageant, I think. No. <laughs> she writes on the She would never not lipstick. put her name down. She puts her full entire name. Yeah. <laughs> virtuoso. Yeah. Verdant virtuoso. Oh, my God. Yeah. From pageant takes up As one someone page. who has to do a lot of thank you notes for their job, <laughs> having to write that whole name out would be so... Oh, Christ. Oh, my God. She just gets a stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Well, she's engraved she, part of her limb, so she just presses it yeah. down. It's so funny that you think she actually takes the time to handwrite things. <laughs> she has, she has like nuts. She has like brass knuckles that she just. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so to begin, we ended last time with some roustabouts you guys are familiar with, other than pageant, of course. Uh, coming out of the woods, screaming that there are snakes in the woods. And you guys were heading initially towards the Kambali wagon, I will remind you, um, which was the Featherfall 5. You had discovered that the snake tracks were around Bardolph's wagon, around Myron's wagon, around the Kambali wagon, or the rat tracks, and also... You know, the entrance of the tent. I'm just envisioning this rat swarm that's just wandering around, like, leaving these marks. And they're just all crawling all... A rat king. They're all chained together. No. (laughs) Awful. Truly awful. So, those roustabouts are are screaming and sprinting away from the woods in your direction. What do you guys want to do? Mariposa's going to take off towards the woods. Okay, so Mariposa at least is heading for the woods. (laughs) Well, best keep her out of trouble. (laughs) Chaotic good. (laughs) Uh, Just run in that direction. Um, I think as Pageant is, because she was the last one, because she grabbed that that, um, Dreamcatcher Owl Talisman, he's going to like point at one of the rouseabouts. He's like, you, what did you see exactly? Uh, uh, Just some snakes. They were... You can do better. I don't know. I, I don't know anything. I don't. Uh, <laughs> he's ah, confused. Worthless. He's scared. They looked like the the snakes that were in the tent earlier. He was there for the performance. So he ah. saw the snakes. You guys ran off. Thanks, Boo. That's also <laughs> one of the reasons why she starts running because Mariposa feels a little guilty because she just let the snakes go, and if those are the same snakes. Oh. oh. Yeah. Especially now that we know it was a snake that killed Byron. Oh, or not Byron. Yeah. Myron. Yeah. Bunch of snakes. Byron is not happy. As he's running, he fumbles with his pouch and brings out a a vial and just chugs it as he's drinking, just chugs it down. I just downed a lesser antidote, which gives me a plus two item bonus, uh, fortitude saving throws against poisons for six hours. Oh, nice. very smart. Very yeah, smart. He, again, he's the kind of the gopher for uh, for the circus. So he, you know, <laughs> sweeping elephant poop, handling the snakes, <laughs> you know, feeding the chimps, what have you. So he wa- he's usually ready with random assortments of goodies. You never know when a snake's going to nip at you. Yeah, Seleno just, he, like, she watches Mariposa shoot off. She watches Byron just run, like, run off downing a potion, which... Quirk of the eyebrow. I bet I can pay me to make him more potions. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do need more money. I have plans. Ooh, plans for you, I, I have. have. plans. And she just heaves the biggest sigh, takes one longing look at her wagon. Just so close and yet so far. <laughs> and takes off after Byron and Mariposa. Okay, so I'm a pageant. You didn't say you were following for sure. Or did you follow? Pageant was running, 
stopped the person and continued running. She just gotcha. She's in the action economy of move, talk, move. Exactly. Move, talk, yeah, there move. you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, talking is a free action. I'll, I'll let you. You you're you're in stride with everyone else. Okay, so as you, action was to blow a kiss. as you all reach the edge of the woods you see this sort of it's kind of a clearing it's like a half circle clearing just at the edge of the woods here you can kind of see it on the map that there's those little trees there um and right there in the center is a single viper and uh yeah it's it's rearing back it's already ready for whoever is gonna come into the clearing it's not gonna get a surprise round on you you knew it was there you were running towards it but nor do you get a surprise round on it so give me your initiative rolls you guys can use let's see why don't we just do straight perception right now unless you want to use you can make a case for using something else if you'd like can i use uh, uh acrobatics prepared for the strike yeah preparing for its strike sure yeah i'll let you use acrobatics i got 19 it's a 16 for selena 16 for Seleno, Byron, and Mariposa. At a 14. 14 for Byron. Mariposa rolled an 18, so she got a 24. Wow. Okay. Wow. So you are going to be first. So, Mariposa, as you enter this clearing, what do you do? How far away is the snake? It is within 15 feet of you. Okay, so I'm going to move up and attack, attack. All right. Give me those rolls. First roll is another 18 for 24. Wow. That hits. And then the second attack is a 19 for 20. Okay. (laughs) That's almost a crit. Well, not quite. Uh, Yeah, you, you hit twice. Go ahead and give me that damage. I did 18 points of damage. Okay, you killed it so hard that it's oh like God. triple dead. Damn. Um, <laughs> Damn, all right. How do you kill this mofo, this tiny snake? <laughs> How do you kill the viper, Mariposa? Uh, so I think I take I take my blade and just, it goes left and then right. And then there's like this pause and a little wind in the background and the snake just sliced in half and i have to tell you that is exactly what i was picturing hilariously enough (laughs) you have slain this viper and i'm sure you're all a little confused about what those roustabouts were so freaked out about why don't you guys all roll me a perception check 12 23 12 also 12 (laughs) okay the only one who so pageant you are looking into this sort of dark clearing and you see slithering like a gigantic vine moving through the forest just at the edge of the clearing. What do you do? Um, so she sees Mariposa cut up the snake in front of her and her eyes dart to that slithering vine in the woods, you said. And she just goes, um, you uh, miss the big boy back there. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the appetizer. She flicks the snake blood off of her scimitar and she's that one will be next. <laughs> oh, God, you're so serious. Just attack the big one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't till next turn. Yeah, but now um, you know it's there. Pageant yeah. has pointed it out. Yeah, as, as Pageant <laughs> is uh, yelling about this, you guys all look, I imagine, where she's pointing, and you can see it too now. There is 
a anaconda looking at that kind of size is what I'm my I'm talking anaconda. about. It is another viper don't though. None unless you got Yeah, my so. anaconda don't want none unless you got um yeah. It's <laughs> it is now um, fully rearing back. It it knows that you have noticed it because you guys are like basically making eye contact. So okay. it is fully rearing back, gigantic <clears throat> fangs dripping venom and pageant. It is your turn. What do you do? Oh <laughs> my god. Pageant's gonna sprint past Mariposa actually to put herself in the center, the spotlight, one might say. And um, she's, so that's for her first action economy. And then she's okay. gonna pull out two darts from her side, her bandolier, whatever she has on. And she's gonna flick them. <laughs> first one is a 16. That misses. The next one is a 14, so she misses both. I was gonna say, maybe Paget would teach Pippa how to use a blowgun. But no. Shut <laughs> up. You shut up your face. You know what? I think we get a lot of goals. Abby, let's those. pimp out that blow dart, and it's gonna be a yes. fucking blow dart of disintegration, true strike. All it's that gonna shit. have like eight barrels, so you can just shoot like scatter shot. <laughs> that a bunch blow of dart is gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make it happen. <laughs> Because I noticed that Dustin sassily put it on my character sheet that he made it for in Hero Lab. I haven't had my blowgun on my character sheet for like for like five levels at this point. We're gonna pimp your gun. Yeah, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna pimp out my blowgun. Because yeah, it, it's we're gonna it's, give it range touch. It's time for it to happen. It should have happened in that one anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> Pageant, your two darts go flying past the viper and it sort of weaves in and in between them as they thunk into two nearby trees. And then it slithers out into the open quickly, uh, very fast. I hate nature. Mariposa does the head tilt, the dog head tilt. What? <laughs> it's going to attempt to strike. I'm, I imagine uh, right now, because Mariposa is the first to get into the, the clearing and pageant followed to attack the giant viper it is going to strike at both of you so first it strikes at mariposa and then it strikes at pageant unfortunately for it uh it <laughs> it rolled a three and a two <laughs> so i got a the totals are uh 14 to mariposa and 13 to pageant miss Miss. Miss and miss. So I think it, it slithers out quickly in a panic. It's trying to attack defensively at both of you, and it just barely, it slams its head into the ground, fangs sinking into the earth as it narrowly misses you. And next up in the initiative order is Seleno. What you gonna do? Oh, she is so relieved to have something that they, that they can kill <laughs> to fight, <laughs> because that's mostly... That's all she's got. Like, like she doesn't have any low impact things. Like, she's she's like kicking herself for not having made knockout gas for the bear fight. I not predict that. Uh, <laughs> but she finally, this is her wheelhouse, destruction. She pulls a alchemist's fire grenade out of her bandolier and hurls it at the viper. So it's a splash damage weapon. So she's going to do her best to aim it for the back end. Okay. Perfect. Of the thing. Go ahead and give me that roll. I'm such a shitty roller. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is garbage. 11 to hit. Oh, no. Unfortunately, that misses. It goes yeah, sailing over right. it a little too far and splashes sort of near the forest, which would normally be sort of a forest fire danger. <laughs> but I think because it's alchemical fire, it sort of fizzles out after it hits the floor and burns up some of the nearby foliage. She's got two of the potions, so she's going to go, damn it, and then grab the second one and just fucking, you know, <laughs> prep up. <laughs> prep, prep up, she's ready. Arm, doing stretches. <laughs> we have not gotten to uh, Byron yet. Last but not least. Yes, Byron is having like a flashback because, you know, th- there was that bite mark for Myron. So in his mind, he has that cinema. He could just picture the, a snake, you know, lashing out at Myron. So he just fists just come together, white knuckled. He's pissed. So he does the anime running with his arms behind him and does a forward uh, cycle kick where his leg flips over and he wants to bring his legs down as like a hammer on the viper's. Uh, like Rock Lee versus Gara. Yes, yes. There yes, you go. Dynamic yes. entry. No, uh, <laughs> yes. He's going to totally do that combo. He's going to bring it down. Then he's going to try to flip in midair to bring it from the side, like using his foot to like bitch slap the Viper. And then he's going to uh, finish up with the other leg in the other direction by landing on his hands and cycling the other way. So let's see if this happens. This That's is what the it works. coolest. Oh, God. That's what it looks monks. like in his mind. Let's see what it looks like for the first attack. <laughs> Uh, 22 that for hits. the downward kick. Oh. Uh, ooh, 20 uh, oh, for the bitch slap foot. And then the hand sends the negative one. Oh, Noah 2 is probably not going to do it. <laughs> What's the total? All right, probably so, not, but. <laughs> all right. So uh, the 22 and 20 connect? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. That's a five damage. <laughs> wow. And a three damage. Wow. So yeah, you just come like flying into the, you're, you're filled with righteous fury, I guess. And your feet, just like we said, if you guys haven't seen, just Google Rock Lee Rock versus Gara. Oh yeah. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. The That's two, such a perfect analogy. Oh, the two feet just connect. You just go flipping forward, slamming its head. Its head goes slamming into the ground with the force of your kick. And yes. then your second kick sends it sort of sliding to the side, its head. Um, And then I think because of the way its head was moved by your second kick, you know, you probably weren't calculating for this, so your third kick doesn't quite connect. It just, like, whiffs over its head. But you have done some decent damage to this thing. So next up, we have top of the order. Mariposa, what you got? What you got for this snake? Mariposa, you see the fire glow in her eyes as she realizes this may have been the snake that killed Myron. And you see her fist glow. A fire ray just belts out of her hand into its head. And then with her other hand, she brings her sword into the side of the snake to attack. And with the fire ray, she got a 19. Oh, that hits exactly. Okay, and then with the with her scimitar. Finish it, Mariposa. <laughs> uh, holy crap, I am rolling amazing. I got another 18 for another 24. So oh, wow. I'm guessing both of them hit. Yes, both are hits. 
So with with the sword, she does nine points of damage, and oh, then nice. with the fire ray, she does eleven points of damage. So twenty points of damage in total. Oh my god, that's beefy. oh holy. Okay, wow. well, excellent. I will ask you again, Mariposa. How do you kill this giant? You're gonna be Mariposa Snake Bane. <laughs> I'm adding that to the list of names. Mariposa is. Fury, it, like there is just fury, and I think you, like anyone looking at the back of her, you know, when you see a fire in the distance in the air, you can kind of see that distorted view, that uh, like the hot air. That's what mm-hmm. you see around Mariposa. The score, the I won't keep wanting to say scorching ray, but it's fire ray. <laughs> the fire ray kind of cooks the brain of the snake, as basically the sword cuts off the head, and she's holding the snake's head as it's burning in her hands. Oof. Yeah, so there is now a snake skeleton, a very big one. Um, <laughs> Woof. If anyone wants to collect that. <laughs> so you make have, some boots for everyone. Yeah, make some snake skin. <laughs> but, well, the snake skin is no skin. gone. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, at least on the Mariposa, head. Uh, the body's fine. Burned through. Oh, body's fine. Okay. I will say that Seleno leans closer to it. She kind of, she has these like spectacles that she wears like on her head that she like flicks down and like adjusts the eye on one of them to get a closer look. And she's going to roll roll a bit of a perception to see if she picks up anything special about this particular snake. Uh... 22. Nothing special. You, It's just a simple giant viper. <laughs> a simple creature. A simple creature. <laughs> no, no poison glands? Uh, it did have poison. Uh, you burnt the hell out of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> no poison glands now. <laughs> because you set its head on fire. Anything else like salvageable from like a, for use in crafting? You could certainly take its meat. You could take its bones. You could take its skin. Like you said, you know, make some snakeskin outfit. <laughs> it's not like huge, huge. It's not, you know, Coco Giac huge. It's big. It's a giant viper. <laughs> that would have been scary. Coco Giac snake would be like, bye. God. Yeah, bye. It has eight legs, too. And, uh, <laughs> well, Myron no had a good life. No need to avenge him. You know, he died doing what he loved. Bye. Yeah. You guys also will notice as you're cooling down that, I mean, the snake bites you saw all over <laughs> Myron's legs were small snakes. So you know it was not this snake that killed him. But I think, you know, unleashing your fury on any snake at this point, probably the smaller one did have a part in it, um, is what I would say. But Mariposa just has a fury towards all things snake right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, snake fury. Viper's bane. Viper's bane. Wow, good job, guys. That was extremely fast. That was a good hit there, uh, uh, Matchstick. Good job. Gives you a hearty pat on the back. You there too, lady. Pageant kind of just like sniffs and he goes, hmm, not bad. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't find something slightly less destructive. There's nothing to work with here. Selena wanted that poison. <laughs> she wanted those poison glands. <laughs> Oh. I, I pose pageant, shrugs. <laughs> pageant picks up the skull of the, the viper, the giant one that's like bleached and fiery, and she just kind of like goes like mur, 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 with, with, <laughs> with the viper skull and be like, why'd you have to go so hard? All right, folks, uh, perhaps it's best to, we were following up on the Kumbalis, 
the, I, I believe the force is clear. Oh, good doctor. I'm sure you're always in need of extra vial. He hands you the empty vial of his uh, antitoxin. You know, it probably has like just a little bit of coating on it. I'm sure you could put this to good use. She takes it and she sniffs it. She's like, oh, antidote. Smart. Yes. Do you want me to uh, refill it? Oh, dear you? heavens, if you can, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I can. That is a fortuitous timing, as you all notice, because you are in this clearing, that nearby there is a path leading further into the forest, and there are snakes. There are small vipers of the same size as the one uh, Mariposa first killed when she entered this clearing, slithering away in fear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to follow the snakes. Right, Mariposa is following the snakes. What do the rest of y'all do? Leave me the heads! <laughs> Paget mimics Selena. Leave the heads! With the skull and, keeps, and runs after. <laughs> also, I'm keeping I'm going to set that tree on fire. You should put it on your head. Just walk it around would fit. With the <laughs> I was thinking that when you picked it up. I was like, it's probably the size of almost half your body. You could wear that snake head. <laughs> well, she's putting it in her pouch for now. <laughs> I think she likes just using it to talk. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna paint it. It's gonna be like a jungle motif for later. Oh, absolutely! She's like, in jungle how realness. I, how do I work this jungle into my realness. next show? <laughs> okay. Well, Selena's making a note to make sure that every firework fizzles out the next time Patton <laughs> has a show. <laughs> I'm gonna wet them all beforehand. Um, <laughs> So as you guys uh, stumble down this path, which of you are trained in stealth? Me. I'm specifically trained in it as a proficiency. Oh, I am actually trained in it. What a surprise. I am trained in it. I am untrained. Oh, wow. Okay. So (laughs) the three of you are- Y'all some sneaky bitches. Dang. Everybody's (laughs) trained. What's your stealth bonus? No, I'm untrained. I said untrained. Untrained. Plus five. Oh, everybody's trained? No, Mer- I am untrained. Okay. Well, sneaky bitches, clock, clock, all clock, of clock. you give me a stealth check. Oh, that's not oh. great, but not bad. 16. Yeah, that was a pretty Abby typical. 11. Roll. That'll be a five. It doesn't matter that I'm trained. <laughs> Critical fail. Okay. <laughs> well, as you sprint down this path, I think Mariposa happened to be the one who ran off first. And as you are running, your leg snaps through what is very clearly a trip wire. Um, it is probably because it's you're quite short, right? Yes. Yeah, it's like at your chest. <laughs> is it a log? Is it a log trap? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Let it just. No, it's a snake trap. Punishment. Just. It's a snake trap instead of a log. Justice. It's just a giant snake. <laughs> It's not quite a log, but it is a large branch studded with envenomed thorns. And uh, (laughs) it comes flying at you. Duck, bitch. I am going to make (laughs) a roll against you to hit. Do a death drop. Death drop. Yeah, totally shablam that shit. Suddenly when I'm GM, I don't roll for shit, except for last time. I love it. Great. So I rolled a three. The It's plus 14. Uh, 17 to hit. A 17 does not even come close. Wow. Dang. Okay. Holy so, God. Yeah. Level one. Beefy. So you're, <laughs> you run chest first into this wire. It snaps. <laughs> I'm sure you like look down and are like, what the 
<laughs> and then the branch comes flying up at you. How do you uh, dodge out of its way? Well, she is a contortionist, so she just does like a crab walk back. <laughs> death drop. She really did do a death drop, but into a crab walk, which is creepy. Oh, that's <laughs> so a cool good. Rest. I love it. <laughs> wow, I can't roll today, huh? Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> wasted them all on ROW. Can't kill you guys for shit. I'm guessing I noticed that the spikes are liquidy. Yes, actually, good, good catch on that. They are poisoned thorns. I uh, cut off the branch and I give it to Soleno and uh, sorry about burning the head. How about this? She looks so pleased. <laughs> like she's like, ah, thanks. If you use it that as a weapon, it's 1d6 plus 4 piercing damage plus 1d8 poison. If you just want to take the poison, it's going to be 1d8 poison. For Is it a whip? It's not a weapon. It's just a branch. So Gotcha. So would I use it like a club? You could use it like a club if you really wanted to. I imagine it's, it's going to be a one-off thing, though. Like, once you have slammed this poison into something, the poison is gone, and it's just a thorny branch. Well, she definitely wouldn't do that then. Yeah. That's, a, that, that's a waste. So she's, she's going to like coil it up carefully. And uh, she's, she's got like some like protective containers just in her satchel. Smart. Coil up her sample and put it away and favor Mariposa with a rare smile. <laughs> all right. All right. So are you guys going to continue to travel on? Yeah, once that happens, Mariposa turns around and just starts marching down. She did not learn a damn lesson from that. <laughs> Very Andromeda of you. Um, <laughs> Pageant just calls out like, oh my gosh, slow down, honey. <laughs> it was at chest level for you. It says, yeah. what it says in this description, a tripwire strung four feet above the ground. <laughs> oh my God. That's really <laughs> high for a tripwire. Yeah. yeah. Well, Are they expecting giants to run past? You know, waist level for most people and chest level for our short girl over <laughs> here. So Mariposa's Certain wearing a breastplate too, so I imagine if it did hit her, it would have just went chonk and chonk against the breastplate and just like did nothing. And we're a bunch of shorties, right? I remember that from last game. Like I'm, yeah. I'm five eleven. I mean, you're the tall. Oh, yeah. You're the tall. And you're the tallest. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm like five. Aren't you five foot nine or something like that? I'm like five nine. Mm-hmm. I remember Fumer notes. Yeah, um, good job. Nice. <laughs> I think it was five nine. Sorry, I, if I'm wrong. I'm, I, uh, I don't think so. I think you're right. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so, as you continue along, Mariposa, you're the first one to come into the clearing again. This small clearing, no more than a widening in the path through the thick woods, contains a small pile of leaves a few feet in diameter with a thin blanket. Next to the leaves rests a small backpack emblazoned with a green patch. The stream burbles merrily nearby, heedless of the eerie stillness of this place and the somberness that comes with this moment. Um, Mariposa immediately raises her shield with her sword starts moving slowly towards the the pile and the backpack. Sure. Okay. Uh, anybody else? What do you guys want to do? Uh, this is, it's a clearing though, right? It's very, very small. Like the description said, it's more of like a widening of the path. It's maybe 20 by 20 feet. Byron's going to want to get a lay of the land, so he's going to climb a tree and be stealthy that way if there's nothing then at least he can survey the land but if something happens he can surprise 
with his knife kick. Knife kick! Since it works so well, he's gonna do he's gonna do his rock lee kick if needed. So oh, that's what speaking he's gonna do. of Mariposa, as you get closer, give me a perception check. One of our worst stats, a six. <laughs> you notice that there is moving water near the backpack, but that's about all you notice. You notice air, air everywhere. Air everywhere. <laughs> that does that does ring your bell as being out of place. Uh, who, yeah. What else? Do, but before we describe sort of what's happening there, why don't you guys tell me what you're doing, Seleno and Pageant? Pageant stows away the Viper School. She's definitely going to turn <laughs> that into a headpiece later. Awesome. <laughs> she had picked up her darts before, the ones that missed, because she just picks them up after every battle. She takes out her whip instead, postures, and gets ready to put on a little dance. There's like a little slight tingling of her bells. And Seleno, what are you doing? Uh, kind of drifting after Mariposa. She's not, you know, she's very curious. Okay, give me a perception check. 15. Okay. You notice what I think you would know to be a water method, slowly moving rocks into the backpack. <laughs> moving river stones into the backpack. And it looks up as you notice it, and also looks at you and looks at Mariposa, and then shoots backwards a few feet. Um, and immediately goes on the offensive. So why don't you all give me initiative roll? Oh my god. <laughs> Can I aid Mariposa at all by by kind of yelling like, look out! Oh yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, totally. All right, That's a free action, so I'll give that to you. Can I roll for perform- with performance for my initiative since I said I was getting ready to perform anyways? Uh, yeah, I'm totally into that. Go for cool. it. Mm, and how about if I could use athletics because I'm using my climbing up to get a survey of the lay of the land. Yeah, you can use either, since you're up there, you can use either athletics or stealth, whatever is best for you. Oh, okay. And I'm going to assume I can do the acrobatics again since I've been prepared totally. for something to happen. Yeah. I'm going to let, almost any time I will let you use acrobatics because, you know, it is one of those things, like you said, you're prepared, you're coiled, your body is sort of tensed in that way where you're ready to perform. Acrobatic feats. And you guys have saw the foot lift in her picture. She's always ready. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. What was that name of the creature you said, Jess? A mephit? a mephit, a water mephit. They are cons- like a... Uh, oh, don't tell me too much, but... Little jokery just... babies, you know. Hippo almost got knocked off a bridge with one. Oh, yeah. They're if it wasn't for Manette. M-E-P-H-I-T. Oh, I thought that was a... Oh no, the other ones are like a quasit. Those are the. Other it was ones. an ice. It was an ice, ice method. method. Oh, so these are like little fey creatures. Yeah. They're elemental. Technically. Gotcha. Yeah. But they're little gotcha. tiny things. Okay. I they're got a fire twenty-one. Methods, they're earth methods. Okay, twenty-one for Byron. I got a twenty. And they also haven't noticed you, so you're going to get a surprise round on them. Um, I rolled for that. <laughs> and <laughs> Pageant got a twenty, so she will be next. Mariposa got a sixteen. I rolled a natural 20, so my initiative is 25. Very nice. Naturally, I get a natural 20 for initiative and not when I'm throwing things, but it's fine. Oh, my God. Holy cow. I'll roll a nat 1 when I try to attack it. (laughs) Technically, even though I'm posting this, Byron is going to go first because he gets us a prize round on the water method. So what do you do? Byron's always about trying to perfect his craft. So he's going to, because he messed it up last time, he's going to get an extra practice. So he's going to try to duplicate his uh, downward knife kick, uh, rotation slide, uh, side slap, (laughs) and then 
again counterclockwise. Yeah, go for it. That's yeah. what I did last time. I used the action economy one to move, one to attack, and then one to do the flurry, which I forgot to do on episode one because I didn't. I was a little new to the action economy. <laughs> you were a little. You were a little flustered by farting. Fighting oh, that's bo- true. Bardolf. Farting. 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 <laughs> farting. Bardolf. <laughs> I'm glad he got kicked out of the circus now. Uh, the first, uh, all right, knife kick 22, wow. side kick 11, and then the last one, a 10. All right, so the first kick is the only one that hits. All but right, you do that, get a big old hitty. All right, that's uh, six points uh, damage. It goes like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The water wisps out and then back around to avoid your other two kicks. And then next oh. up in the initiative, <laughs> next up in the initi- initiative order, we have uh, Seleno, who is going to be first. If you can even believe it. If you can <laughs> even believe it. How <laughs> how close am I to the thing? I would say because you were behind Mariposa and you were sort of following very closely, you are within 10 feet. Then I'm going to move up five feet and try to whack it with my club. Whack it. All right, give me those rolls. Twist it. Bop it. Yeah. Whack it. <laughs> whack it. <laughs> Fuck, I can't roll except when it's for something dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. Initiative is dumb. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that would be a nine to hit. How'd I do? No, I'm sorry. It's, uh, yeah, go ahead, go for it. You can describe it. She just swings it up over her head and, like, she's, like, she looks like she's trying to play whack a mole, but not nearly as well as Abraxas did earlier. <laughs> whack a mole. Where she just, like, nah, like, bops it down on the side. Too bad. I'm sorry. Uh, and next up <laughs> in the initiative order, it's Byron oh. again. Oh. Byron, you got your surprise round, and now you're going to get your actual turn. So what you going to do? Oh, I'm going to punch this thing in the face. You have a lot of hits, too. He's going to do open palm rapid strikes here. So let's see how this goes for him. All oh. right. Oh, that's 11, 20 for the second one. Third one, 18. All right. So you have two hits. So that is five and three. Wow. All right. So slap, slap. <laughs> right. Water, water, water belly slaps. <laughs> water belly slaps. Meanwhile, the method is very caught off guard because these are a lot of, you're, you're going super fast. I mean, you jump down from this tree, slap, 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 slap. And then immediately followed up with your open palmed hits. It's doing its best to avoid, but it really can't keep up. It's not that fast. And it takes some big damage from you, but it is still alive. And up next. Oh, I'm going to do a a backflip as my um, last movement then just to get a little five foot back. Pageant, describe uh, what you're going to do next. As I said before, she was ready to put on a show and she puts one foot out and she starts and she like does a little jump in the air and like spins and all the bells start tingling about as she... uh, Casts inspire courage on uh-huh. everyone in the clearing except for the method, obviously. So we all get plus one to our uh, attack rolls, damage rolls, and saves against fear effects. And as she's spinning, she is also casting telekinetic projectile. She picks up a rock from the clearing's floor and just chucks it at the method's face. 
So like he spins in the air and you hear all this tingling, these like really relaxing noises as you're all awash in this inspiring, courageous music. And then a rock just goes shoom, right at the face. <laughs> and I rolled a 22. That will definitely hit. Okay, and then damage is 1d6 plus 1 because of the inspired courage. Uh, oh, our max damage is 7. Oh, wow. Okay, so describe for me how you killed this thing. Oh my god. So, <laughs> pageant was feeling really left out of doing the kills. She wants to be the <laughs> one who does everything. So, like I said, she just did that really fancy spin, and she went straight for that bitch's moneymaker. The rock spins around and floats, increasing in velocity around Pageant's body as it shoots forward, and I'm assuming a method, if it's water-based, is a little squishy, and so you just see the rock hit the method's face, sink in a little bit, and then the velocity just takes it out the other side and scatters away. Wow. And then as Pageant lands, she does a little flourish and she goes, ha, with her arm up in the air and her whip like snaps. <laughs> Byron's going oh. to clap because he knows that's what you, he knows that that's what you eat. Uh, so he's going to do a little. Yeah. Mariposa joins in. Bravo. She bowed. Thank you. Thank you. You like me. You really <laughs> like me. I don't like you. <laughs> She oh my god. She winks at Selena. Um, as you are clapping, uh, Mariposa, give me a reflex save. Oh shit. <laughs> <Sneak> attack. <laughs> there's more. But wait, there's more. Just um, learn to hide it from the initiative order. I did. <laughs> nice. I was like, wait, why isn't it in the initiative order? 17? Oh my god, you got it exactly. <laughs> you see a just a cone of acid come shooting at you, but you handspring back away from it, narrowly avoiding being hit. And there is a oh mephit peeking out from the river or from the nearby creek, and it is weeping huge, wet tears as it sees uh. its uh, brethren fall. So next up, it is uh, Mariposa. <laughs> we can treat the initiative the same because the the next water method's mar- uh, initiative was 18. So <laughs> okay. Mariposa's eyes once again blaze in fury. Like she is just not having any of it today. She is so upset that Myron's dead. It is. She is so angry, especially knowing it's outside sources. <laughs> uh, and she's and she smiles at the method and goes, "My turn." And she moves up, and she's going to strike across once, and then you see this talisman hanging at the bottom of her scimitar. All of a sudden, just go pop, and it disappears, and you see this power glow into the sword that automatically makes her second attack a critical success, and she swings through (gasps) one other time. Jeez. Oh my god. That's badass. Alright. And I rolled another 20, so two critical successes. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> okay. <Whoops>. So, <laughs> so the first one is 13 points of damage. Oh my god. And the second attack is 15 points of damage. Okay, well, you instantly killed it. <laughs> second water method who really Mara thought Posa it was getting the jump on you. <laughs> Slicing and dicing. She did almost get caroled by a bear earlier that day, so... <laughs> 
Well, this one tried to throw acid at her, so of course she's pissed. Mm-hmm. On top of everything. I love talismans. I love them so much. That's, yeah, that's a cool feature. <laughs> Gotta get me some talismans on my stuff. So just slice, slice, and it is done much faster than its uh, other water. <laughs> it's water method <laughs> brethren. And... Now you guys are left in this clearing, as far as you know, alone, unless you want to, you know, you can take, you can look around with perception and things like that if you'd like. You want to check out that backpack, see if there's anything in it, too? Sure. I'll check the circumference just to see if uh, anything else is hiding. <laughs> Mariposa got a five perception, so she's not finding anything. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you see, will take a whack at that backpack. I will remind you, it is, uh... Next to a pile of leaves with a blanket on it, and then uh, next to the leaves rests a small backpack emblazoned with a green patch, and that's about all the description you can get from, you know, simple looking. <laughs> Selena's gonna kind of nudge Mariposa out of the way and <laughs> pop her glasses back on, adjust the <laughs> adjust the magnifying uh, attachment that she has on it. So, and she is, that's a 21. Oh, wow. I mean, you guys both found inside, uh, it's two bulk of wet river rocks. That's what the, <laughs> the first uh. method was putting inside. I'm sure you don't uh. really want those. Uh, but also contained inside is a highly detailed map of the nearby town of Aberton and its surrounding environment. It's worth six gold pieces. But um, there are also uh, also scribbled notes about different locations all over the map. And uh, most notably, actually, about the circus. And there's a lot of detail on the movements of its members, which are disturbingly accurate, <laughs> including for, you know, Byron. There's even a few notes about pageant in there. Oh. Um, there are a few notes. There's more. notes about Seleno. <laughs> <laughs> there's notes about uh, Mariposa. Quite a few notes about Byron and Mariposa. Um, and a lot of other circus members. Um, while they're looking at Well, that, that's disturbing. Uh, can pageant check out the pile of leaves? Sure. Because I'm assuming that the perception check was not carried over to that. Um, it I would say it was, and oh, it was? you, you okay. I mean, you would think it's it was apparently used as some kind of bed, like a makeshift little campsite here. Somebody was mm. sleeping on this pile of leaves. Um, does anybody want to take a look at the green patch? Sure. I mean, does my does my twenty one not give me a religion check? If anybody has a religion, oh, check. that might be the one lore I actually have. Yeah, uh, I, I do not. Yep, I'm trained in that. Okay, sure, go ahead. Uh, do oh yeah, I don't care about religion at all. I'm too busy looking into the woods. Fourteen. Yeah, you immediately recognize the symbol, the green on the green patch, as the religious symbol of Gazra. Oh, I know. Praxis knows that one. <laughs> and what 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 is Gazra? So Gazra, that is a nature god. Ten, it tends to be worshipped by druids. Um, it has many titles like the wind and the waves. Uh, I don't remember the other ones, but something like that. The sky and the um, thunder, I think. Yeah, that might that that storm, sounds right. The storm in the sky. 
the area, I mean, like it's it's one, it, like I said, uh, god of nature, um, weather, the sea, usually worshipped, like I said, by druids, um, sailors, I believe. With my knowledge, religion, mm-hmm. does the whole rocks in the bag make any sense? No, that just seems like, you know, Practical that water methods, I think. Yeah, I think you would know that water methods are, or methods in general, are sort of wily creatures and they like to play jokes and they're lighthearted. So <laughs> these methods were most likely playing a joke on whoever the owner of this backpack is. We don't um, like jokes. So, oh, so they're, <laughs> it's not their bag. No. So Druid's bag. You um, was a druid. You wouldn't blanket. know. You wouldn't know. But you would expect, I think, you would know that they wouldn't be putting river rocks in their own bag. <laughs> Can we try to see if there's any tracks of maybe the person who was sleeping here? That's what I was doing sure. while you guys are doing. Yeah, what would have uh, rolled? Give me that track check. Uh, it's a tracking check, which I believe, I mean, you did that earlier. I think it's still survival. Still survival. Is it? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Exploration su- survival track. Something like that. I got that. a 15 for that then. I don't think Pageant cares one bit about who this god is. She just picks up the blanket and tries to make a cape out of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's all yours. I mean, <laughs> it's fairly shoddy fabric, I will say. It's not uh, then, uh, probably then not. She'll take one look at it and just drop it back on the pile. He's like, ugh. Ugh. It's also covered in leaf juice. Oh, more nature. <laughs> Selena had brought the map over to Byron because, like, as she's like, well, Byron, Byron's in charge, right? <laughs> yep. Okay, here. <laughs> uh, you find um, him. There's notes about us on this. Oh, then you find him looking at the ground, which, because he does not have trained in survival, he cannot track. That's a trained action. I could sense direction, so that was nice to read up on. So he's kind of looking at the floor when you run up to him. He's like, oh, what? What happened? Yeah, you haven't. Uh, you don't notice any tracks. That what you do notice. I, I want to mention before you continue. You do also notice on that map with your perception check that Oldlands Orchard and the Hofton Mill are both marked on the map. Um, and also inside of her pack, there are a few handfuls of tasty nuts and a holly bush feather token. When this feather is activated, it immediately transforms into a living holly bush, filling a single square. This bush can provide standard cover. This would be great for Pippa. Oh my god, I was just thinking, just kind of like, um, can we transfer it to a different game? Let's just pop it over into ROW. In addition, the bush has 2d4 bright red berries. While holly berries are usually poisonous, these berries are infused with beneficial magic. You can pick and eat a berry as an interact action to recover one hit point. Once plucked from the bush, a berry becomes non-magical after a few seconds, so it doesn't heal you if you don't eat it within the span of your interact action. If activated on soil, the plant continues to grow and thrive, although it doesn't produce any more healing berries. If activated elsewhere, it withers and dies within 1d4 days. So, that's kind of a fun one, kind of an interesting one. If anybody wants to take that, you can have some tasty nuts and a holly berry bush feather token. If nobody wants it, I'll put it in my bag. I, I, well, I'll attach it in lieu of not having one right now. As a frontline fighter, be able to produce instant cover is probably not a bad thing. <laughs> right in front of you. Just That's pop cool. out a bush. It's a free action, so I can literally do it if somebody was about to do like a killing attack. Like Slice on through this bush. Slice through this. I'll take a look at the map. Sure. Oh, that's interesting. 
And so it has notes on all of us? Yeah, it has notes on everybody in the circus, and it has, like I said, uh, Old Lynn's Orchard and Hofton Mill are both marked on it, which are, are uh, places within Aberton. This does not bode well. Someone clearly has been observing the circus for some time. He looks grim. I'm immediately suspicious. Uh, can I roll some kind of knowledge check to see if maybe um, just thinking back of, you know, we have spenemies specifically in another circus. So is there a druid performer from the other circus that might be out to get us? You don't even have to give me a roll for that. I think you would know straight away uh, if it was something along those lines. There were druids, but everyone in the other circus, with the exception of a few loyal people to Mistress Dusklight, was pretty much just whipped into submission. There wasn't a lot of loyalty towards the circus itself or towards Mistress Dusklight. And so you can't think of a person who would come searching for you guys, who specifically someone who was, you know, like a Gosrin worshiper or anything like that. Can um, Pageant take a peek at the map and just see if she understands what any of the notes are in regards to like some shady underground underworld type thing? Or is this just like a... These are just very clearly notes on the movements in and out and the sort of what is has been observed about members of the circus and also prominent figures in the circus. So the reason you're included on their pageant is because you know, whoever has been taking these notes has noticed you as well, moving in and out, trying to become a performer, trying to become part of the circus. So they have uh, marked your presence, although there are very few notes about you and they seem a little confused about your nature. They know what you are, but they don't really know anything further about you. But they have marked a lot of, like, the actions and interactions and um, sort of personality notes, just sort of general notes about everyone. Can I get an idea how far back the notes go? Like, how long they've been watching us? Um, yeah, it looks like since you guys arrived. So since you arrived in Aberton, which has not been... It hasn't been very long. I believe it's been, like, a week or so. And... You know, you've just been preparing for your show since then and, you know, hyping it up, getting out there and letting the town know that you're about to put on this show. An amazing show. Yeah, <laughs> which did turn out, it did turn out quite amazing. Are there any notations about Myron that stand oh, out? Oh, good point. Uh, as far as why he might have been a target? It seems like there weren't too many details about Myron himself that specifically make him out to be a target. It's more that there's the general feeling that when observing Myron, that that was always the target, was to take out the most prominent figure or, you know, the leader of the circus. I think Byron's trying to compose himself. All right, good doctor, you have a good eye for detail. I be- it'll be best if you hold on to this and if we'll keep an eye out for handwriting. Let's hold on to it and why don't you keep it? All right. Okay. I, I can do that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, pageant whips her head towards Selena and goes, you're a doctor? <laughs> Lena, um, so full of surprises. 
Ah, uh, oh, I don't. Nope. <laughs> what did you say? I asked if you're a doctor. Yeah, I'm a. Yeah. Uh, Doc Leno. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a nope. <laughs> so full of surprises you <laughs> Please are. Please don't call me that. Oh, you're such a rough scallion, you. <laughs> All right, folks, it's probably time to move on. Oh, the Kanbalis. Uh, yes, we should we should check out the Kanbalis right now. And all of a sudden still? you see Mariposa just take off towards the Kanbali. Oh, my God. Why there. do you run? Why does she do that so much? Wow. Right, I, A lot of energy. Well, remember her... One of her values is family, and so her family has one of her people, one of her someone she considers family has been killed, and her family is in potential danger. So she is high stress, high anxiety right now, making sure everybody's okay. Yes, that's really sweet. <laughs> right, Byron's gonna give the clearing one more go around. Nothing for like an activate check, just kind of make sure. Okay, and then follow follow suit trust Mariposa's instincts. They've been pretty good, and she's been kicking ass so far. She, yeah, 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 guys, don't worry. She's not always gonna run. She's not gonna always pull an Andromeda, but, uh... <laughs> but this is her whole turf, I get it. Yeah, no, it's understandable. But, yeah, this is family. Yeah. Um, yeah, it takes one last look at the clearing, kicks the pile of leaves, and then runs after. Seleno finds all of you exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> you were just really trying... All, like you're sucking up all of her energy <laughs> with all of this caring and running about. Also, she feels useless. <laughs> hey, you did some stuff. We're going to have mean... some badass poisons pretty soon, though. See, that's the thing is the prep. Yeah, no, no. She's she's much better at the preparatory things, but she's still like, <laughs> she's covering her feelings of like uselessness with like, ugh, oh my God. They're just always like running all over the place. <laughs> Charging straight into danger. <laughs> so as you guys are running back into the camp, off to the right, as you are running in, there is a cluster of rocks. And as Mariposa clears the forest, a creature comes flying towards you. <laughs> Keep in mind, I have my shield up the entire time. Sure, oh sure, God. sure, sure. That's fine. I, I accept that. Flipping creatures in these woods. Flipping creatures in these woods. No, you are actually outside the woods now, but oh. there is a creature coming flying in from the right. Everybody roll for initiative. We got 23. Selena, what'd you get on your perception while we're talking? Or not perception, I'm sorry. Initiative. 20. 20. Wow, we have three 20s. 20. Okay. So, Byron, what is your dexterity bonus? Mine is, let me, oh, I got a 23 and my dex is an 18. Oh, you got a 23. So you're first anyways. Okay. So Mariposa, what is your dexterity? Six or plus, plus three. It's a 16. So even though this creature has come flying in, it's still too far away to do anything to any of you. So Byron, go ahead and give me your move. I'm going to say this creature is still 30 feet away from you guys. It's in there. Oh, okay. But it's only about five feet up. It's like soaring low to come attack you. Does it, uh, what's the action economy for, like, what the hell is this thing? Does yeah, that use up anything? I'll give you that as a free action. You can go ahead and give me like a knowledge nature, I guess. Oh, I don't have anything. 
or... I have, no, I have circus lore of it's potentially a circus creature. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're being attacked by a wild clown. Um, or I'm, Arcana. Knowledge nature trained. Okay, Arcana or nature if... will give me what I want. Oh, I don't have any You can do those. that. You can untrained? do that for free. Oh, um, I'll try Arcana. And it's on zero. Oh, I got a 19 on the dice, so hey. 19 plus zero. Oh, like, nice. What the heck is that thing? That will actually do it. That is a, it is a cockatrice. <laughs> oh, that doesn't uh -oh. sound good. Oh, no. Yeah, Don't look no. at its eyes. It's not good. Like, oh, it's oh, a cockatrice. Uh, I can't remember exactly what they do, but I remember they're bad. Caution, everyone. No, yeah, they're, they're big, ugly, nasty monsters, and they hang out usually in, like, garbage pits. Roosters oh. with bat wings and Gross. serpent tails. Okay, so oh, they ugh. suck. They're about two by two, so they're like two feet tall, two feet long. All right, I'm gonna attack from the side. That way, Solano has open range to lob stuff at it. Cool, good Thank idea. You. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna run over and um, slide to their side and do a. He, you know, the open palms felt really good. So he's gonna do it again an open palm. Get a two kind of haymaker between, like, bam, bam, like right in its head. Go ahead and give me that huge. That's a uh, 16 and five. <laughs> you whiff it. Oh. Whiff it both, I think, as you, you come sliding in and try to attack, and it just rears back. It kind of does that thing where it flaps one wing extra hard so that it flies up diagonally in a way that you can't hit it. I'll put my arms in front of me, anime style, ready for the next hit. <laughs> cool. All right. Next up is Mariposa. What you gonna do? With a 25 acrobatics. Wow. Mariposa does a bunch Damn. of flips to get to back flips. Just for, these are more flavor flips than anything else. On the final flip, she holds the sword and just comes down with one strike. And that will be a, you gotta bring some circus moves into this. Absolutely. That'll be a 22. That will hit. Go ahead and give me that damage. Okay. Seven points of damage. All right. And then she raises her shield up as her her final action. Okay. Good idea. All righty. And then up in the initiative order is Seleno. What you going to do? Yay. Uh, she's got her second alchemist fire oh, yeah. out of her bandolier. And she... Chucks it at the cockatrice. Give me that. Uh, <laughs> just eh. Uh, give me that. Eh. Uh. <laughs> give me that. Eh. Uh, give me that. Eh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> give me that. Give me that. Give, give, give me that. <laughs> exactly. How does a 14 do? Not so good. Eh. <laughs> eh, yeah, that's about Sorry right. Sorry to say. Yep, no, I just can't fucking. Nope. No hitting today for Seleno. I'm sorry. No hitting today. All my good rolls go into initiative for some reason. <laughs> you know, one thing I will miss about 1E is the uh, other types of AC. Unfortunately, you just have the one kind here. Um, <laughs> yeah, yank out my acid, my flask of acid. Good idea. All right. I'm ready with that next. <laughs> You're like, for whatever that's oh, worth. dang it. <sighs> Maybe this next one. <laughs> <laughs> And then pageant. Actually, it does splash damage, right? It does do splash damage. I'm going to say, even though you miss, I would give you the splash damage. Thank 
you. <laughs> I just feel Yay. like you, you couldn't miss that bad. You know, you. I don't think you were far enough off for it to totally whiff. You gotta yeah. get that splash. Yeah. I love it. Cool. It's like one point, but I'll <laughs> take it. You know what? It makes sense to me. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> Get one point of splash damage. There has been some attacks in our other game where one point has made the literal difference. Exactly. So. Yeah. I think it matters. I think it matters. Jess, you're a wise and magical creature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know how to butter me up. You can have another turn. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's fine. I'd wait. <laughs> uh, pageant, you are up next. Pageant sees Salado not perform to the best of her ability. <laughs> Pageant knows that there's hidden depths in Salado, and she calls out, you got to put some rhythm in those hips, girl. And she uh, dances about a little bit in space, as a little twirl, and uh, she casts um, Inspire <laughs> Courage again. So everyone will get a oh. plus one to attack rolls and damage rolls and fear effects if you have that. Uh, for one round until my next turn. Abby, you said that Selena was holding an acid flask? Yes. Yes, I did. May I telekinetically project it out of your hands? <laughs> yes, do it. Hey. Into the concrete space. I will, don't see why not. And will I get the additional damage from it being an acid flask? I mean, it's the weapon is the weapon, so it does what it does. <laughs> yeah. Cool. If you can smash it on this bird, then yes. Cool. So um, <laughs> better luck than I have. With so pageant calls out to Slato again after the twirl and says, "Also, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> and you just feel the potion just like get ripped out of your hand oh as it flies God. towards the concretion's face. What the fuck? Um, and I rolled a twenty. <laughs> oh snap! That hits. Okay. Logan, you can do whatever you want with any of my weapons anytime you like. I just thought that would be a really fun image. It's like it flies out of your head like, what? And she was confused over your hips comment. She doesn't really know what that means. Um, so I'm going to roll the damage for the telekinetic projectile plus the acid flask. I'll, I'll give you that, yeah. I think okay. the bottle plus the flask. Um, what's the damage for the acid flask? Uh, acid flask is 1d6. Okay. Three points bludgeoning. All right. Three points acid. Wow. Good work. It screeches. Ah! Is acid <laughs> do continual damage? Yeah, it says it deals 1d6 persistent acid damage. Ah, wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have done some decent hits on this here cockatrice. And I believe that was, yeah. So it is now its turn, and it is going to continue it bearing down on you guys. It is going to first attack, the closest people are Byron and Mariposa. So it is going to attack the two of you and then also attempt an attack on Seleno because as far as it knows, she was the one to throw that flag. <laughs> yep. I had that so, makes sense. I didn't even think of that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no it's not. fine. That makes perfect sense. It's it's a dumbass creature too. <laughs> I'm out of stuff too, so she's just got her she's just got her club now since like the acid flask was taken out of her hand. I mean, lucky for you, I rolled like Dookie for all of mm. these. So so Mariposa, it's gonna be 25 to hit. 
25 hits. Uh, but the other two hits are only, I'm sorry, let's see, 17 for Byron. No, it, it comes down and uh, I do the little a side sidestep where I just do a little spin, spin, spin <laughs> out of the uh, way. <laughs> and then it's going to be a 16 for Selena. <laughs> that barely misses, Woo! but it does miss. <laughs> All right. She takes a she she shrieks a little bit and like jerks back. Oh, Jesus! Uh, <laughs> That's the rhythm I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> so the only one hit by its beak is good old Mariposa, and you are going to take. Okay, well you take zero damage, but you do <laughs> because of reasons. But I do need you to make me a fortitude save. As a reaction, she uses her shield to block the attack. Hmm. So since it does zero damage, it does not get through to me. The shield blocks it. I think it makes sense that because, again, it did zero damage and it glanced off your shield, it doesn't hit you. It hits your shield. And in that case, it's not going to do its secondary effect. So clang. And I suck today, so I can't kill you guys even though I'm trying. We're okay with that. <laughs> I almost killed you with the bear who is friendly to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that bear did some damage. Yeah, that yeah, bear, the bear hurt. was deadly. Oh, I actually still don't, I'm still not at full HP. Same. <laughs> I should probably heal soon. Let's see what happens. Uh, Byron, it's your turn again. All right. Uh, Byron's going to kind of take a kind of chicken pose himself and is kind of mirroring it, doing a little bob bob, and he's going to strike with both hands just out, uh, kind of like a chicken beak, and do his uh, a dual uh, rooster attack. He's gonna kind of mimic it. Nice. Does he do cockadoodle do? <laughs> no, I don't know. First one, 14. Second one, oh, eight. And he might as well take one more hit. No, seven. <laughs> They're all whiffs. Again, uh. it, it flaps both of its wings extremely hard to just blow itself backwards and dodges out of the oh. way of all three of your attacks. All right, then I'll use my last action to uh, just kind of gain cover. Yeah, so for the listeners, uh, there's kind of a ring where they keep probably horses and things like that, and then there's a few scattered wagons. But at the edge of that, there is a, a large pile, like a, a bunch of boulders and things like that jutting out of the ground. I'll squeeze myself between a boulder to get some cover, and I'll use that as my last action to gain some cover. Cool. All right. I will take that into account when I attack you later. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have Mariposa again. Mariposa takes a swing. The first hit is a 19. Does that hit? No. <laughs> Up this rooster. Uh, uh, wow. Let's see if the second hit hits. Uh, I rolled an eight. I'm guessing that might be a critical fail. Yeah, that's a crit fail. Oh, so, okay. let me pull up those cards. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so uh, is that a is that a new feature? Maybe I just hadn't read so about. So the those. way it works in in two E is that if you have um, ten below its AC, it's a crit fail. If you have ten above its AC, it's a crit. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. You guys have very nearly had crits on uh, other things, like very close margins mm. on that but um, I was actually surprised on the snake I didn't get a critical success no yeah it had a weirdly high I mean because I think because it's tiny I think it had higher AC than you would expect for vipers 
it's only fair. Mariposa has been getting some amazing roles. Oh, it had she to has. Really has. It had to come back on her eventually. Slipped. I fall prone. Well, wow, that's just not believable. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I, I feel like what would happen is the cockatrice has, because of the air it blew from its wings when it, it flew itself back away from Byron's attacks, that wind buffeted you. I mean, you are not very large. So I imagine oh. that wind buffets you and you aren't quite expecting it. It catches your shield and, and treats your shield almost like a sail. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting hit with wind that is hitting large surface area and then just like sort of knocking you. And as much as you can catch yourself under normal circumstances, this is not something you're used to fighting. You know, you've never encountered a cockatrice before. So it probably, I think it knocks you prone. Yeah. Okay. It that is my turn. <laughs> so I'm knocked prone, but I put my shield up as my final action. Sure. That works for me. All right, Seleno. Well, I'm out of lobables. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think pageant (laughs) definitely used my acid flask better than I would have been able to, so I'm not mad about it. (laughs) I don't know. I'm kind of in the mood to try out my sling. Ooh, yeah. Go for it. A 19. Wow. What's the total? What's the total? 24. Ah, okay. Not a crit, but still a 19. A 24 will hit. Give me that dude. It'll hit. How many times are you going to, are you going to keep hitting? Yeah, I'm just gonna. I, I I love the new system. I forgot that I can do that. I was like, well, that's it for oh, me. Oh yeah, no, that's why I'm reminding you. Cause I'm like, keep going. That's fantastic. Excellent. So Seleno flings it, hits once, pops another little sling bullet in there. She's feeling, she's feeling great. She actually did something. Her ego is consumed. <laughs> Maybe you should throw your flats with your sling. <laughs> Maybe I should. She's reconsidering everything. That would be cool. And she swings another one. So it was a 15 to hit. Okay, the second one does not hit. Does not hit. Okay, it whips fast. All right. All right, that was three points of damage. It took a a little rock to the face and it screeches again. It is not happy, but it is still very much alive. Before it can take its revenge, we have Pageant. Pageant is glowing with satisfaction that Selena has hit. That means that her performance has been successful. Um, she does not appreciate the, the screech from the cockatrice. So she's actually going to be like, You! Shut it! This is not your moment! She, she does another one of her spins in the air and she casts Inspire Courage again to keep it going for everyone. Nice. And she does that telekinetic volley again where she just grabs a rock from around her and it spins around her, accelerating, just shoots at the... Um, Cockatrice's face. Uh, I don't think I got it this time. 15? No, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it whizzes past its face. Pageant is upset, but she ends <laughs> with a smile. I but meant to did, do that. Uh, you know, yeah. she inspired all her, yeah. her party mates. So, unfortunately, the cockatrice is now upset at everyone around it. It's uh, going to attack Mariposa first again, primarily. (laughs) Why? So innocent, Mariposa. Sure, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just sweet little Mariposa. Just sweet Mariposa who did all that damage against it. As a free action, 
a berry bush just pops up in front of it. Oh, okay. Oh. That's very smart. Does a 22 hit you in that in case? It hits exactly. Okay. Mm. Unfortunately, it reaches through the holly bush and pecks at you. It's going to do two points of damage, and I need you to make me a fortitude save. I shield block again. So you see the shield go up again, and you see a big dent in the shield from the cockatrice attack, but the shield holds. And yeah, it is going to uh, then attack Byron as well. And the attack roll I had for that was only a two, so it's going to be a 15 total. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do my next attack against Byron again. Um, Bring it. squishier and he's in range. It's going <laughs> to... Okay, I'm sorry. It's going to be a 29. Oh, that actually... That hits Jess. See, Dustin, I do it to everybody, not just you. <laughs> hey, Jess, does a 50 hit you? Yep. What's your What's your AC there? Right now, it's actually rest? 21 because I took cover from last oh. time. So it's it's higher, uh, but the 29 definitely Oh, that was hit. close, though. I rolled big money. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. Oh, God. That's all right. Bring it. Okay. Well, I did six damage, and I do need to ma- you to make me a fortitude save. Fortitude is pretty good. Um, it's a plus seven, oh, so good. it's 19 plus seven is a 26. Okay, you actually passed. It's a pretty high check for this. Uh, so Ooh. lucky Ooh. you. Nothing happens. Uh, is it poison? It would have been higher. No, it's not no. a poison. I'm going to tell you nothing. You don't know. It's oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, cockatrice. Yeah. yeah. Shut up, Logan. You don't know that. Oh, it's coming back. Logan from knows this. Pageant knows shit and has been Piers acting Anthony. accordingly. Piers Anthony. Do you anybody read the Piers Anthony yeah, books? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how I know this. Oh, cockatrice. They're born when a fucking rooster lays an egg in a trash heap and a fucking toad <laughs> keeps it warm what's that yeah uh, hatches it incubates uh, it incubates it yeah i was like why can't i think of that term it's like a farm term i should know it horrible, yeah, Jess, i said that at the very yes i said that at the very beginning of the battle i was like oh cockatrice don't look in its eyes or whatever i heard oh, oh yeah but it it's is, not eyes in this case it's oh sorry beak. it's a peak oh that's cool whatever it's i knew <laughs> <laughs> i heard you say that and i was like mm, it's not the eyes though <laughs> and i was hoping that would throw you off for a while but fucking got me anyways do your best sorry guys you have more to go byron it's your turn all right keep um, on trucking all this right this thing sucks see. it is a what like and what the hell is it doing here as if we haven't had enough to deal with today None of you are even very hurt <laughs> i am now shit Ooh. i'm gonna take a potion Byron does a little flourish where he taps his little pouch and it brings up the vial and he just snatches out of the air, <laughs> chugs it, and while he's chugging it, he's going to kick the cockatrice because he doesn't have to attack with just his hands. So he's going to do a... <laughs> you know what? He's actually going to jump up and do a mule kick right in the Ooh, face. Uh, nice. That's 21 and a 16. Okay. The first one hits. The second one misses. Seven points of damage to his gross, disgusting face. I'll have a Kool-Aid face as I finish my yummy (laughs) potion with my legs still out, martial arts style, like in the movies where they just keep their leg up. (laughs) Okay, Mariposa on the ground. What you got? Mariposa, finish this thing. Show, Show this creature who's boss. So there's this one scene. I don't know. Have all of you watched Waterboy? Yes. 
There's the yeah. part where yeah. Bobby just gets knocked out and uh, his girlfriend brings him the magic water oh, yeah. and intrigues it. And then remember, he does that weird flip. So Mariposa <laughs> basically does this back flip up to stand up again. She picks one of the berries off of the bush and throws it in her mouth to get one hit point. And then she looks up at the cockatrice, smiles, and does one swing for her final action. I think that's going to be an acrobatics rule to stand up like that. (laughs) Okay. Well, I will do that with a 22. Okay. Yeah, you succeed at that. And then you pop a berry in your mouth. Get that. Get that. And then roll your attack. Does a 24 hit? Uh, Yes. Give me that damage. Give me that, give me that, give me, give me that, give me that. Almost max damage. Nine points of damage. Wow. Screeches again. It's not happy. It's still up, though. It's still good to go. It has taken a lot of lashes, and it's clearly very upset by this, but it's still doing pretty good. As we move into Seleno's turn, what you gonna do? Well, since it worked so well last time, uh, she's gonna try to get it with her sling again. <laughs> All right, go ahead and hold it back. Just pull. Get that, Seleno. That was a 23 yeah. to hit. Wow. Nice. Okay, that first one hits. Do you wanna reload and try again? I do. Do it to it. 15. Okay, 15 does not hit, but you hit again with that first rock. What's the damage? Six yeah. damage. <laughs> That's pretty darn good. It looks pretty Whack. bloody and slow. And uh, like it's starting to flag in energy. It is not happy. Good. Yes. Well done, doctor. Show them what it means to mess with an academic. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, now we have pageant. Um, do you want me to roll the acid damage now? Yes, please roll the acid damage now. Four points of acid damage. Wow. And it then, well. then again, uh, pageant is going to inspire courage, so just keep that on. And she's going to telekinetically project another rock, because she doesn't have much other stuff in her repertoire. Uh, 22. <laughs> oh my god, you hit for sure. What's the damage? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, and the damage is... 7. Max damage. How do you kill this thing? Uh. <laughs> oh, sweet, finally, yeah. damn. You had so, 45 hit points. Damn. Oh my god, this thing was a fucking beast. Holy shit. Um, it did nothing a to you. critter. It did nothing. I, I thought the bear was brutal. She doesn't appreciate repeat performances. So the rock fires at the cockatrice's face, um, but then stops, moves up, and then forward a little bit, and then slams down on the on its head. Uh, nice. Bring it to, to the ground. Just just to give you a little, oh my gosh, a twist. <laughs> <laughs> and its brains just splatter against the the soil in a disgusting horrible way which is just awful and very upsetting as all violence is um <laughs> good okay. moral message thrown in there excellent now listen kids violence is terrible violence do you do bad. violence do you need to save yourself from violence 
then please join now, the circus. Hi, join the circus. Now, Just mind here. you, children, we have been setting snakes on fire and killing forest spirits, and uh, my rolls whatever have this was sucked today. I have not done any damage today. Well, I mean, Barahosa well, was prepared shield. for an attack. You stonewalled yeah, me. I was gonna. Oh, I was. She, that cockatrice was going after Seleno next because, as far as it was concerned, that was where most of the damage was was coming from. It was I not literally happy. shield blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Because also, it's not my fault. It's that tree. Stupid. Stu- I mean, the tree and the, the. It was coming after you guys next, and I bet I would have hurt you, but I didn't yet. Just now, you know how it feels animals. when I was going up against Manette nah. and fighting. Manette almost died a bajillion times. That was different. Mariposa almost yeah. died last episode. Thank you very much. But n- nobody got hurt this episode by anything. I got down uh, to seven hit points. This is like away. Byron got hit. Oh. I made it to seven. Yeah. No, Byron yeah. took some damage That's for true. sure. All right. Byron's I'll just very you stoic right. about it. I'll be happy. You, you know what? Know. I'll accept that. That was good. You can. Be happy yeah. with that. Seven out of 20 hit points. Yeah. yeah. Hence the potion. I was like, I'm going to drink that now. <laughs> with you good. Okay. As this cockatrice just slams into the ground and slides a few feet because it had been flying. And, and you know how flying things do when they get hit by things from midair and go just crashing to the ground. It slides a few feet through the ground and keels over and dies. And it's awful. Um, And you're all panting, and suddenly you hear a jaunty tune echoing through the camp. And from far away, you hear, Help! Help us! (laughs) What now? (laughs) Mariposa starts running. You beat me to it. I was about to say, Mariposa starts running. Can a bitch running. get a break, honestly? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but, you know, the problem is the Greatest Show on Earth podcast is a Fantastic oh, Worlds it. production. Oh. I would like to thank Sirenscape for use of their Ooh. sound effects and music, Paizo for the Extinction Curse Adventure Path, and all of you listeners. Until next week, I am Jessica, your ringmaster. <laughs> you can find me at Hank the Clink. I'm Dustin, your champion you can find me at dustin alexander uh everybody was kung fu fighting including angel over here uh you can reach me at espinoza 916 this is logan that bitch with the spins and the the twirls and the tricks and all the flash and pizzazz find me at mainman 08 this is uh, abby and you can find me at bonanza famine where i will be plotting (laughs) What I will do with the newfound powers that are Hero Lab and roles that won't suck. (laughs) Yeah, you guys really can't get a break today, huh? Thank you to all of our patrons on Patreon. We couldn't do this without you. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Episode three. The Greatest Show on Earth is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. 
The Pathfinder 2nd Edition Adventure Path, Extinction Curse, is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. Pageant. I'm sorry. Wow, I'm getting I'm getting everybody's character name messed up today. Now you know how I feel. I meant to I meant to say me. I meant to say Seleno. Pageant came out of As my mouth. Should. As it should. She's just completely taken over everything, which which should make her very happy. I'm sure. I've forgotten my own character's name. Yeah. <laughs> Your Pageant's head kind of does a twist, which says that like the head dog tilts. Like Penny Mariposa. <laughs> yes. Oh, did I say Argentina? You said Argentina. You did. Damn you, Abby. Uh, It's a disease. (laughs) Oh, God. Kill it.